0: If I could teach you one thing about nutrition, what would that be? Kia ora, I'm Janet, a qualified personal trainer, nutrition coach and mum of four boys. You're listening to The Riggs Ramblings, a podcast that is a space and a place for you to be while we explore the non-bullshit approach to nutrition, exercise and all the bits in between. I have a huge passion for movement and ordinary people achieving extraordinary things, so we'll have some adventures and we'll be joined by some epic guests along the way who will share their wild journeys through this thing we call life. Let's crank on into it. Kia ora, Janet here. And you're listening to episode 3 of the Riggs Rambling Podcast, a perfectly imperfect podcast that is a space and a place for you to be. Today's episode is all about Barry hack and uh, how he's not always your mate. Sometimes he's a bit of a Debbie Downer and uh, most definitely can likely steer you away from um, your goals. A little wee disclaimer, if you or anybody in your family, friends or contacts needs help with alcohol or substance abuse, you can uh, look at up alcoholdrughelp.org.nz. That's alcoholdrughelp.org.nz. That website gives you lots of um, information and a phone number to call, which is 0800 787 797, if you or somebody you know requires help. I've got my keen buddy Chops in here with me today. So if you hear um, a bit of a shake, a stir or a slobber or a lick. That's because he's in here um, wanting to help me out, as he just made himself aware. So yeah, episode three. This is actually episode 3.5, because in the quest to learn how to record these podcasts, edit them myself, and um, upload them, as we know, Cheapskate here didn't want to pay for help, eventually did ask for help, and then figured it out. But along the way, episode three was actually deleted. So this is a new one of the same topic. I could only say that it's a better um, version naturally, so booze, what does booze do? so when we have alcohol, and just for the record, if we're thinking about calories per gram, uh, you'll remember in the episode two, we spoke about calories and their value, and carbohydrates and protein have four calories per. Gram, fat has 9, and alcohol has 7. So, you know, it's it's up there and its calorific value. But what it does is it's, it inhibits the breakdown of nutrients into usable molecules. So what does that mean in layman's terms? So we metabolize it um, before we use any other nutrients for our fuel or our energy, for that matter. Um, and so while technically alcohol is an energy source how the body processes and uses that energy from the alcohol is quite complex um it's very void of nutrients so it's got no goodness um to it at all and chops has given himself a bath while he's in here however it is full of lots of fun isn't it like you know i'm not um here to tell you whether you can drink or not or should to drink or not um you know I love a great rosé and uh and a bottle of bubbles mum um you know for the record however I have been off alcohol since Padigawa um did his documentary on tv for no other reasons than I'm training for the coast to coast I've got huge goals and alcohol's not really a part of it. Um, do I intend to still have my bottle of shambles on the finish line? By Crocky yes, indeed I do. Um, but at this stage, yeah, I have... I don't actually intend to cut it out completely. I just intended to cut it down. But um, I don't miss it, actually, and I do not even think about it. Isn't that funny? Where it was quite a regular um, occurrence, I guess, like I loved nothing more than to have a glass of wine at the end of a, a long day. Um, anyway, I digress. Let's get back into it. So yeah, so it is void of nutrients. So what else it can actually do is that it increases our hunger. And why does it do that? Well, we use carbohydrates to absorb it. So, you know, that's our desire for carbs, salt and fats when you've had a bit of booze or you're hungover. Um, You know, gosh, once upon a time it was always that joke, wasn't it? Bloody Nothing could beat a good hangover than a um, good old mutton pie. Whoa, Gross. Um, but seemed to work for some people, didn't it? Um, yeah, and so we learned just then that we need carbohydrates to absorb it, but we actually don't digest alcohol either, um, and it's just absorbed directly into our bloodstream, which is what has such a um, an effect on us, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so getting back to that, it being worth 7 calories per gram, your standard common drink is 10 grams of alcohol, so you sort of, without even adding a mixer, you're most definitely looking at, you know, seventy grams, seventy calories, minimum per um, per drink before you even add a mixer. Yeah, adds up. So if you've got aesthetic goals or you're trying to get into a caloric deficit and you're not allowing for the alcohol in the mixers the mixes, and aren't achieving your goals, it, like this can be where it can tip you up a little bit. Um yeah so we don't store alcohol the liver breaks it down for our energy and like i said earlier it is metabolized before anything else so it's not a great source of energy if you think about how much of it we're consuming you know 3 standard drinks a day can contribute well over 300 calories so what does 300 calories sort of look like um you know, that could be a large banana and two pieces of chocolate, an orange and half an avocado, a piece of toast with butter and peanut butter on it. Um, so yeah, in a little bit of context, sort of the equivalent, I guess you could say, um, a full-fat milk cappuccino, I know I use it. this is a reference all the time, is 145 to 165 calories per large size, you know, your standard 250 mils. So that sort of puts in context just how much that booze really is. It's really easy for us to write off the effects of alcohol that it has on us or our goals. Um, You know, in a more negative context, I suppose you could say, is it does cause inflammation. So our body has to work quite hard to process alcohol, you know, metabolize it, use that energy, and, yeah, keep balance. Our body's always working for homeostasis, which is balance. And so, yeah, of course, everything's working harder, isn't it? The liver and the kidneys and all those things. So, yeah, like I said, I am uh, not here to tell you whether uh, Barry Booze Hag should be a part of your life. But we can really sort of just look into how and, and when you invite old Barry in. You know, inviting him round for a drink every now and again generally comes with his cousins, doesn't it? So Barry, he's a social bugger, old Barry. He likes to bring his cousins, and his cousins are... You know, um, Susie Sweets, um, you know, and Cheryl Crackers. And sometimes Cheryl Crackers brings her twin with her. And um, that's uh, Candice Cheese. So you've got Susie Sweets. You've got Cheese and Crackers, along with Barry Boozhag, And sometimes, sometimes they might bring their extra mate, their old mate, Chaz, the Chips. And then he brings along Dennis Dip, So, you know, it's all those extra sides of things that come along with Barry Booze Hag that can sort of tip you up if you've got goals that are aesthetic or, you know, have you either in a surplus or a um, calorific deficit. Um, You know, it's pretty hard to navigate sometimes the world with, Oh, Barry Boo's hag and where alcohol fits. And there's lots of ways that you can still be really social um and mitigise, mitigise, minimize, minimize the effects um that consuming alcohol can have. So using diet sodas, for instance, can help to lower um the calorie amount of our drinks. It can be something as simple as taking snacks with you if you're going to a mate's place. So you already know how many snacks are available, what those snacks are, how much they're worth to you, so that you don't have to worry about what you're going to eat or how much you're going to eat because you're going to take it with you. The other part of it is to just actually enjoy it. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine or one drink with dinner if that's what you enjoy. If that's part of who you are, then, you know, have it by all means. But it is keeping it a little bit in check. And one of the things I sort of took away from watching Patty Gower's documentary was that we often can be a little bit surprised about our alcohol consumption. And I vividly remember for the most part is him sitting with his friend in the pub and I can't pronounce his friend's name correctly so I'm just going to say his good mate Um, and you know it dawned on them as they're having this conversation about some of Paddy's binges and and whatnot in episodes I suppose you could say and it just dawned on them that Paddy indeed had some sort of alcohol issue Um, and he didn't want to give it up at that stage. And to follow that journey, I was really impressed, to be fair. I think Padigal was a bit of a legend to put that out there for all of us to see. Um, There was a situation where he'd gone out for a couple of drinks with Winston Peters and never showed up for work the next day. And I vividly remember that because I'd got home from work in the morning and the breakfast show was on. He was meant to be on it with um, Duncan Garner and whatnot back then, (laughs) and he didn't show up. Uh, and I do, yeah. I really remember that. And they were like, "Oh, poor old Patty gower MIA." And he was MIA, um wasn't he? He never showed up at all. I don't think he actually found himself till that afternoon. um Yeah. So you know, that's just one man's experience with booze, and that led to having this other conversation. Honestly. Uh, when I published the podcast, this episode of the podcast, I must link that documentary in because it went on to a follow-on and, you know, most of you have possibly seen it where he had other people um, oh, yes, Chops, there with him and, you know, some of the stories that were coming out were just incredible and, yeah, so that, um, you know, wasn't the main instigator or the sole instigator of why I decided to give it a crack. I thought, oh well, well it was midway through June, I think the sixteenth or something, that oh, well, I'll just do dry July like everybody else and that's led to dry August and I'm currently sitting here it's September the sixth, to be fair. Um Yeah, booze free still. And so what did I notice about um giving up light like paddy Um I it's sort of instantly within a week lost about two kilos. So I've now lost four point five kilos um, no that can't and solely be put down to alcohol. I am training as well, so my training has increased, and um, yeah, a few probably other background things going on with you know setting up a online business and a podcast has probably led to a little bit of stress. So I'm not going to add uh, that whole four kilos contribute that to alcohol consumption, but it certainly has had a um, large part of it. My skin is better. I wake up feeling amazing every day. Um, not that I ever woke up feeling hungover or anything like that, I never drank that much, I generally actually only had one or two glasses of wine every, every sort of second night sort of thing. But, moving back, getting off that task of talking all about myself, the way, you know, alcohol um, can affect us doesn't mean that we can't change it. So, you can successfully change your habits, Um around your alcohol consumption and so we've got to think about when are we drinking you know it may be a problem if the drinking comes in if you're bored or stressed um and it moves over from bored and stressed into an everyday occurrence so you know there's lots and lots of um signs uh to see if alcohol is actually a problem for you that's just one that i'm going to mention but what you can do is like right oh well if you are bored or stressed um you could Go for a workout. Um, You know, plan an activity after work instead of going to the pub. Plan your social activities at somebody's house rather than at a pub. Um, You know, it's very, very easy just to continue to drink because you can buy it over the counter. However, if you've gone to a mate's place with a set amount of drinks, that's all you've got. You know, you've got a limit. Try and stick to it. Um, Yeah, eat before you drink. And, you know, (laughs) the young us... And a lot of older, the older of us, say, so, you know, eating's cheating. But it's not. Eat. Because then your body has got that food to metabolise for energy over the alcohol, for a start. Um, quench your thirst with non-alcoholic beverage first. Nothing like a cold beer after mowing the lawns, they say. Um, you could change that and have a Coke instead. Um, avoid drinking in large groups could be another way to minimize it Um, you could switch to low alcohol beer or wine uh, or you know just avoid Barry Boozhag more times than not he's great to have around but you know sometimes we just have to go you know what Barry not today son not today Um, yeah so when you're thinking about your own goals and and where you want to be with sports, life um, weight loss, weight gain bulking um, you know how much is Barry holding you back he could be um, holding you back a lot more than you think you know it's, um, it's a toxin after all and when you're thinking about the physical effects um, of alcohol, you know it affects our balance, our reaction time it um, most certainly affects our endurance so for likes of me that you know, loved a good old tipple you know, I'm well known for loving wine, still love wine haven't committed to giving it up forever but yeah, like that can affect my um, performance through my training and especially, and race day for that matter um, you know, alcohol is a diuretic causes dehydration And increases the frequency and the volume of the times that we need to wee. Um, You know, and it takes nearly four times the volume of water to alcohol ratio, so four times to process it through the body. Four times. Gosh, and then you think about the water um, or fluid mass that the body loses through um, sweat exercise that's even more compounded when you drink alcohol. Crikey. Four times, I actually didn't know that. I've learned that. So, you know, you think about it, it's not uncommon to go out on a Friday night and then have to plan your Saturday and your Sunday and a severe hangover can make this quite often next to impossible or quite um, difficult. And why is that? So excessive Drinking generally will have a lingering effect, if not a hangover. Um, it, is, it disrupts your sleep, so sleep is essential, really, isn't it? You know, um, there's a podcast further down the track that talks about sleep and sleep and bad sleep or not a lot of sleep um, often leads to shitty decisions. So that's my lovely coin phrase: a shitty sleep leads to shitty decisions. So sleep is you know necessary for our muscle development and our recovery. Um, when we don't get enough of it it affects our brain again like I said before it reflects and reduces or slows down our reaction times and it impairs our decision making Um, pretty obvious isn't it we sometimes have better judgment when we are not drunk Um, yeah so as said earlier it's a toxin Um, it affects our liver our kidneys our digestive system And we will work overtime to metabolize it and try to expel it. So that's what the body does, it tries to get rid of it. Um, The stress that it creates on our organs diverts our energy and our blood flow to the core of the body where it's needed the most. And so what does that mean in layman's terms? That it reduces our circulation and the oxygen to our extremities and it reduces our strength and our muscles and it impairs physical performance. Um, that too is pretty obvious because sometimes we always think that we're an Olympic athlete when we're drunk and um, yeah not always so um, you know the effects long term of alcohol on the body it can actually put stress on the heart it affects our blood pressure and increases the heart rate for up to three days afterwards so the effect you know is more riskier for those that are occasional or binge drinkers because the strain on the heart is unusual so, New Zealand's got a pretty toxic drinking culture, especially a binge drinking culture. So, that's really something to think about. You know, that the, you know, we sort of think, oh, well, I'm just a binge drinker, I don't drink so often, but um, it actually could have a worse effect than if you're having, you know, one drink per day per se because of the stress that it actually puts, um, you know, on your heart. So, yeah, so what we can do is to drink in moderation, just like food. Some things are better left. Less of than more of. Um, But, you know, the occasional drink or an evening out or, you know, a social evening with Barry Boozhag and his cousins and their cousins' cousins and the stepsisters, you know, the sweets and the chips and dip and cheese and crackers. Um, Limit it a little bit. Um, Always drink with food, drink with water. um, You know, avoid weekday drinking You know, there's all these little wee tricks and trades you can do to reduce your alcohol consumption. It's very, very easy to go overboard um, and make up for Barry's Booze Hags visits during the week. Uh, You know, because that reduced energy that you're going to have from it will also um, have you seeking out more energy. So what does that mean? That means that you're probably going to go over your calorie allowance, if that is a thing. Um, Yeah, so... Barry Boo's Hag. It's up to you how often he features in your life, but there is no doubt about it that if you have aesthetic goals, um, if you are worried about your nutrition, then Barry's somebody that you probably shouldn't hang out with a whole hell of a lot. Um, yeah, but you don't have to give him up completely. I'm not a total killjoy. Just real, keeping it very real for you. Like I say, this is a perfectly imperfect podcast. I'm actually pretty sure the, that the original episode 3 was far better than this one. However, yeah, there's a lot of information to um, digest there. The science of it all. Um, you know, it's, it is what it is. And for lots of reasons, we probably should think about our alcohol consumption. If not, to feel better Look better, aka your skin will glow, um, and saving money. Shit, it's not cheap at all. Um, yeah, so there you go. That is our podcast episode three of Barry Boo's Hag. Uh, if you would like to save us you could save us as your favorite uh, podcast on Spotify or Apple podcasts as always you can look us up on our socials um, the Rig Mobile Functional Fitness we're on Facebook and Instagram or at our website www.rigstrength.com you could always send me an email if that is your thing janet at rigstrength.com is how you can get a hold of me or send us a message on our socials As always, take care of yourself and I cannot wait to see where this takes us.